You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. With me today is a very special guest. You guys know her. She's been with us before. The Hair Radio Morning Show is proud to welcome back CEO of UBC TV, Miss Peggy Dotson. Welcome back to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Thank you very much, Carrie. How are you? I'm doing great. It is my pleasure to welcome you back uh, in 2020 to this wonderful broadcast and to bring somebody, you know, we're doing a special right now on uh, women in business and and who else besides the legendary Peggy Dotson to talk to about UBC TV. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Now, how can we... What can we tell folks what UBC, for those who may have been under a rock (laughs) for these last decades or so, but what can you tell us about UBC TV? Well, um, I think I can break it down into one sentence, if I can remember. (laughs) What UBC (laughs) is, I guess technically you could say um, we're an urban broadcasting company, and uh, UBC is a, a media technology broadcast company uh, that creates original urban lifestyle content, goods, and services uh, that's distributed over multiple platforms uh, globally. That's, that's the basis of what it really is in, in, a, in a word. Why is it so important to have something like UBC TV these days? Well, I think I know for one reason is our culture. We need to be able to tell our own stories, and those stories need to be told by us. Uh, many, some years ago, the only stories, only people that were telling our stories were not of our race or, or culture. And as the more the world gets multi-platform, the more culture is important and We've known for many years that um, that African Americans we have what a uh, over a trillion dollar buying power, and that's growing, and that we are the creators of the world, and people follow us. We over index in video. We over index. We purchase everything. We over index in everything, but yet we're the least represented in reference to who we really are. And people have basically painted us as one-dimensional. Although today things are better, I must say that some of my colleagues are working a lot, and uh, some of the studios have opened up more to accept, accepting us um, uh, to be on screen, whether it's a small screen or a big screen. But there's so much more still to be done because – the problem is controlling the narrative. We still are not controlling the narrative, which means that our stories are not being told, although there are more of us in front of the camera and more of us behind the camera. Uh, the stories are still not being told. Well, Peggy, know, why, why do you think uh, they're not being told the way we wish to tell them, even to this day where, as you pointed out, things have gotten a a bit better, but why have why are we still not controlling the narrative? Well, because 
we the industry is controlled by white males and uh it's a well-known fact i mean i'm in so many meetings i meet with you know the googles the facebooks the uh, the, the companies that i'm always around at&t's and and i have deals with most of them um but the issues that they also recognize is not that us they're recognizing the issue uh that a lack of diversity when you don't have uh people of color at the table you have the wackiest stuff that comes out we've seen in some of the commercials that have been on you know we're saying you know like i think it's um what company was it that had the blackface uh, prada i mean you created right. blackface you know where who was at the table to decide exactly. that and, and they have... actually greenlit it absolutely it's unbelievable. Which makes no sense, exactly. And I have to jump in because I know exactly what you mean. Here in New York, I watched, um, we just kind of wrapped. In February, you know, it's Black History Month, and they show mm-hmm. health stories. Uh, you know, little on the news, they show a little five-second clip about, um, usually it's, you know, kind of textbook uh, black hero type thing. And mm-hmm. they'll talk about it for a few seconds. And it's usually where... They're totally white anchors um, talking about it, which is okay. But then they, I noticed since I watched the news all the time that they were they kept retelling the same clip, showing the same clip over and over. No one bothered to come up with different clips about different black heroes. And I mm-hmm. said, wow, they're not only I said this is just they're just trying to capitalize on it and not even making a real contribution to their own broadcast about the contributions of blacks mm-hmm. and history. And mm-hmm. this is something, and it just reminds me of what you're saying about having a seat at the table. Having a exactly. seat at the table. And to me, I think uh, like UBC TV, it's having the whole darn dining room. I, I think this is the <laughs> thing that I'd like to see. Um, and, and as you so eloquently put it, um, with things that are changing, and they are changing slowly, um, and we have folks who are looking more and more like us in front of the camera, but um, and some behind the camera, but it really needs to be on a corporate level, I think. How do you weigh in on that? Well, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. It, it needs to be more on the corporate level. You're right, where there are more people of color on corporate boards, uh, well, you have, I mean, for instance, um, venture capital, women, period. That's good to say women. Um, there's like 0.0.1% of women-owned projects are being funded by venture capitalists. And so, you know, the 99.9% of them are male. And, um, you know, just having more people of color um, at the table and more women uh, of color at the table in these corporations and 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 to be able to green light things to be able to say there are there are a handful of women out here now that are green lighting they're getting deals at Netflix and things of that nature uh, but we're so far behind still it's like the weight of the world is on a handful of exactly. people's shoulders and you and would it shouldn't be like is, that exactly you would think this is a no-brainer because um, when we are faced on television, like um, I have so many of these amazing stories to share with you guys today, 
uh, one that kind of jumps out at me is, um, you know, the diversity in my own company at Hair Radio LLC. And I have folks who represent the rainbow. We have Caucasian uh, colleagues and associates here. We have African Americans. We have folks who are outside of the country. We have folks over in Ghana who support us and who uh, promote us out there. But one of my favorite times, um, I had one of my colleagues on who's not an African American, and um, I remember showing the flyer for our big Hair Nation Expo events. We're going to talk about that as well down the road some. But um, I was showing the flyer where we have these beautiful three ladies who are African American, so it looks um, uh, on the picture, in different shades. And we mm-hmm. do that so everybody can identify. And uh, it's gone over very well in the black community. But um, the the colleague, uh, again, who's not African American, said to me, uh, is it possible we could have, instead of that maybe, she said it delicately, as delicately as you could put it, but could we mm-hmm. put a Caucasian face on there instead? of the three black ladies, I guess. I forget exactly mm-hmm. how she worded it because she really tiptoed around that. <laughs> but yeah. she didn't mean any harm. Just in her world, she was never used to looking at so many black images. And right. so to her, this was like, you know, can you put something, um, you know, a white person on or whatever the case might be. I forget how she said it. Again, I wish I could remember. I was kind of in consternation. I was taken back for a moment, uh, taken back at, at uh, what she had asked me because I thought to myself, I was very polite, but I said, you know, I wake up every morning. I turn on the TV. I'm bombarded with images of folks who don't look like me mm-hmm. all day Every day, night and day, right. month after month, for year after year, for decade after decade. Yeah, <laughs> and true. you can't look at a flyer for five seconds with black folk? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to say that. And she's probably yeah. listening to this broadcast right now. Well, you know who you are. But uh, I just crack up at it because I said, you mean to tell me you can't stand to see it for five seconds? And I have to live my entire life, you know, looking at images. Not that we are against anybody, but it's just the fact that we're all trying to live together and get along. So the key is to be fair, to be fair. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Hair Radio, and I love the Hair Radio Morning Show because we can point out some of those differences and some of those things. and, And it's not to the degree where we're trying to, alienate or xenophobia or anything like that we're all here with a a similar purpose called life and trying to uh, lead our way and find our navigate our way through through this thing and um, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm here to say so it's it still cracks me up to that degree yeah it's just about equality actually it's just about equality and being just and being fair and being even, and being reflective of the country. You know, uh, even now you have the formula casting doesn't work anymore. You, they still do it to a degree where you have one black person or one, I mean, I mean they don't even, I mean, Latino, Asian, I mean, gosh, very, very, very seldom, even though in the Academy Awards you had the big winner this past this season was an Asian um, a, a film. 
but right. very seldom uh, you have, even with the newscasters, you can see the, the, the local news. You may have one African-American anchor, or you may have the top anchor may be a white male, you may a white, you know, that's the way they do it. It's one to three, one to four, or maybe two. Every now and then you get two, depending on, I guess, their demographics, but Well, I think it also depends on the time of day that you might, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. still some, like you say, I love what you say, there's so much work to be done because I watch a lot of the anchored news uh, locally here in New York City, and uh, what I do notice uh, is that where, it's exactly what you said, and, and sometimes it's even worse because you don't even have, there's no representation with a black male anchor lead, or so very rare uh, and then, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you're not even seeing a real representation of even the African-American experience because what you'll see are uh, folks who are just one complexion. You never see the real rainbow. And mm-hmm. um, you certainly don't see natural hair being reflected. What you see are basically the same cookie-cutter reporter styles, straight hair to the shoulder or something like that. That's all that you see. It's the same old, it's same true. old, same old. And you can tell, you can absolutely tell that there is nobody black sitting at that table. And even when they talk about well, uh, mm-hmm. black stories and reporting things, you can still tell by the narrative, by what's being reported and the angle. And, and the, you can still tell, you get a chill, like, oh, did they just say that? And that kind because of the thing. editors, because the editors, the, editors, the producers, right. are not people of color, that's and right. um, I've and I we have feel a, it, a, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, and if they are some, um, for instance, I, I won't bring up any names of networks, <laughs> no. but uh, and <laughs> because I have friends <laughs> that work at them, and but you know, there right. are some. I have one colleague that told me, um, even with people who are of color, African-American, they use the same people over and over again, which is very boring because you get create the same opinion and they and it doesn't, it doesn't diversify, True. even with the same black voices, you know, like these are the only people you know. You can't pull somebody else exactly. in. Exactly. And, and, uh. and one of my co- white colleagues told me, one, and she said, Peggy, I'm apologizing to you. I said, you don't need to apologize to me, you need to apologize to everyone else but she says what happens happens is that sometimes things move so fast we they don't think about bringing anyone else in they only go to the pot that they know uh and they and they and they get people that they're familiar with and it's a very uh incestuous business because people only you know, uh, like you, like for instance, you see comedy sitcoms and you see Kelsey Grammer. How many, how many shows was he on? I mean, Kelsey Grammer. Oh my God, ten shows. Listen, with I Grammer just watched it. exactly, and it's so funny you say that. Uh, not to pick on him, but I just happened to be watching Patricia Heaton's new show on mm-hmm. Thursday night, and who pops up at the end? Kelsey Grammer. There you go. And I say to folks out there that um, what happens is it seems like other communities can kind of fail forward. They can have uh, one show after another that kind of gets shut down or it doesn't be or it's not a hit. And they keep on going on and on and on. They just get so many additional and extra opportunities. Where we can't, we have to fight and do something amazing just to get half a one. 
But I love what you said. And, and let me just tell everybody again. Guys, if you've just tuned in, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and my very special guest with us today is Miss Peggy Dodson. Now, you guys know her. She is the CEO of UBC TV. And we're so excited to welcome you back to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Good morning, Miss Peggy Dodson. Good morning. I'm here. Yes, you are. Now, listen, I wanted to jump in. You mentioned something um, a little while ago about equality, and I thought it was mm-hmm. the perfect lead-in to talk about uh, hair equality. I've just launched a new site, HairEquality.com, which kind of takes you to our Hair Nation Expo platform, but it talks about the diversity and, and how important uh that uh, the there's something out there that we were going to get into just a tad called the Crown Act. And so hair mm-hmm. equality makes everybody part of that conversation, like you said, about seats at the table. That's what this is all about. We want to recognize everybody's hair and not let folks use our hair uh, in the black community to be discriminated against. And and I wanted to get your thoughts on, on hair equality and what you think, um, you know, we've all, you know, folks, uh, especially natural hair folks, and even those who are not, um, our hair has been very important to us, and folks have used that to separate us, and what are your, what's your take on it? Well, it's like Samson and Delilah. What happened with Samson? Mm. He cut his hair and he lost his powers. Mm. So hair to us is, is part of our, our cultural expression, and it's part of our power, and it's yeah. part of who we are. And, um, you know, having to, I've had, I had a friend who had, who has locks and he had to cut his locks. He got a new job. He said, I'll cut my hair and because they don't, you know, like I have to cut my locks. They don't want that. And, um, it's just a way of making people lose their identity and, and, and fit into something that has no soul, no creativity, no nothing. And, uh, and when you fall for that into that, no soul, no nothing, you are then dictated to to be someone that you are not. And, right. um, I mean, black folks have been always, we just see our hair everywhere. I mean, from locks to all types of braids and everything, hair expressions. You know, I love the hair shows because I love the competitions, the creativity yeah. that that's created, and I feel that that is an expression of who we are, and it should always be welcome. And and I'm so glad and so happy about the the Crown Act because, you know, no one should be penalized because they have locks. I have locks. And, exactly. um, you know, because I am Can't a creative. Can't they just keep their fingers out person. of our hair? I mean, my goodness, leave hair our hair very, alone. I know. The hair is my very po- powerful because it's our, it's your crown. It's your crown. Your crown is your loyalty, your heritage. And, and uh, you know, this goes all the way back to, you know, slavery and, and right. them bringing us here and mm-hmm. and totally taking anything and everything away from us Stripping. that identifies who we are as a culture or race of people. I would say, say culture, um, be, you know, our culture. And, um, and they had to do that in order to control and 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 you know defame, but exactly. what's happening now is that um, that's not being that's not flying anymore. We're in a we're in a new era 
of acceptance and and creativity and cultural. I think we're in a cultural revolution. Exactly. Where all the stuff that used to be is no more. We're not tolerating the way that things used to be. And uh, it's a great change. It's a wonderful change. And that's why I keep my hair in locks because I want people to know, you know, I mean, Afros, locks, I mean, Japros. You have you can go to you can go to Japan, and what they call, the, they, they wear Afros over there. They're called Japros. Japros, like Japan Afros. Wow. People follow our culture globally, for exactly. whether it's hair or what have you. And so why should we cut our hair when that's our, our power? I want little girls and little boys and people who are, who are executives to, to know that, yes, you can be professional and wear your suit, your heels, or whatever, and your hair could be locks, it could be afro, it could be whatever. It's just an expression of who you are, which is you have to bring yourself into the room anyway. Exactly, and I think, Peggy, you're absolutely right. It also seems that, to me, what folks uh, who are not in this community just don't understand, and they don't care to understand it. They just want to, you know, um, I don't know what, I, I can't even make any sense of it, but... The thing is, uh, where there was a teenage boy and he was, uh, you know, that wasn't even allowed to march in the graduation because of his hair and all this kind of crazy, it's so crazy and bizarre that mm-hmm. it just doesn't even make any sense. And the only thing I can kind of maybe say is that in these other communities, maybe their hair just doesn't mean anything to them. It's not that cultural deep uh, resonance with them, and perhaps that's it. I don't know. But what I am here to say is that, um, and to reiterate what you said, and we cannot tolerate that going forward. This Crown Act, which is really creating a respectful and open world for natural hair, and that's really what this is about. And you have these states in New Jersey just being like the third in the nation at this time. I think there's a fourth. There are a few states where it's pending, and this is uh, where they have passed these bills to not discriminate against folks, especially for natural hair, but, uh, and, you know, using the hair as a way to separate and, and treat people in a derogatory fashion. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to keep an eye on it right here on the Hair Radio. We wouldn't be the Hair Radio Morning Show if we didn't, Miss Peggy Dodson. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, speaking yeah. of little girls, and you mentioned this earlier, um, you know, just to even ask you, because you've been uh, really doing some amazing things at UBC TV and being a CEO, you already set an example for young women. But um, what what can you tell us? Like, uh, if you have to share advice, uh, what advice would you share with young girls out there about being a CEO or whatever you think they can do? Well, my advice is never give up on your dreams. You know, you you dream something, and people have to understand that, um, you know, the head of, of Google and uh, IBM and Microsoft, all of those companies were created in someone's mind. And then they, from there, they were created some in garages, Facebook. All these, all these guys worked out of garages and small spaces. They didn't just pop up. And uh, everything is a process. It, it doesn't go a straight line. It will go up and it will go down. And, but you have to believe in your dreams and you have to believe in yourself and never, ever give up. One of my mentors always told me, he says, never, ever give up. You don't ever give up because that 
last swing of the bat that you decide not to swing could be the home run that you are looking, you know, to hit. And right. if you believe in something and, and you created it, that's what life is all about, creativity. You know, even, Absolutely. you know, everything, everything. Just don't give up on your dreams. You can be whatever you want to be. Don't allow, allow anyone else to determine who you are. You determine who you are. That's between you and the creator, the most high. That, wow. that's, I mean, I've had people tell me so many discouraging things on my on my past. I've been on this path for a while. And as you know, Carrie, we're like, yeah. <laughs> we're like sister and brothers, you know. We have you know, been, we've been always, yes. You, sometimes you have to make a way. You have to find a way. And, you know, uh, because people actually And we lived in, in the you. same house at some point. So yes, <laughs> we I really know, are like sisters I know. And we're like sisters and brothers. We you know? really are, and, yeah. and And you never know how many people really have faith in you and how many exactly. how many people are looking up to you. I mean, there's been times where I said, oh, God, i got to give this up. I can't do this anymore. And, you know, and someone like, a, you know, a teenager will call and say, oh, Ms. Dotson, you're such an inspiration to me. My God, I just want to. Exactly. And I said, no, I, I can't. I've got to keep going. And you pick yourself that, up and you roll on. That's exactly, right. exactly. Wow. But. You know, you just have to well, keep at it. Well, who are some it. of the folks, Peggy, who have influenced you? You are an influence to many other young women. But who are some of the folks who've uh, who've made an impression on you? My mother. Wow. My mother. She's at the top of the food chain. My mother was so amazing. She's in heaven now. And, and my dad, too. But wow. my mom was just a powerhouse. She was an entrepreneur. She was a very spiritual being, mother of the church. Um, she was a community activist. Um, she was a healer. She was a negotiator. She was a financier. She was, and then she was my mother. And you know, I have sisters and brothers, and she was she was mama. But she balanced all of those things and. She was just so smart. She could do anything. But if I could be, you know, a third of what my mom was, then I feel I'm a success because she was awesome. And, you know, I, I, I look at other, other women like Harriet Tubman. Those, these are my role models. Harriet Tubman was just phenomenal. She was, if you don't know about Harriet Tubman, she was, uh, she was part of the CIA uh, besides the Underground Railroad. She was, uh, I don't know if they've told the story, uh, but um, she was part of the CIA. She was a spy. Um, and she helped recruit, um, you know, people from the South to fight in the North, you know, because in the beginning, you know, the North was getting their butt kicked. And uh, and just just a whole bunch of other things. She was fearless. She was very fearless. You know, Cicely Tyson, Rita Franklin, these are the, you know, you know people. Billie Holiday. Um, I go look at people from that era because those were those are the trailblazers that really kicked the doors in. And when they're at a time when, um, you know, it was very hard on black women, you know, because it was very hard. We have it easier now, maybe harder in some senses, but you know, 
we have it easier now. But the top of the food chain, my mom, my mom, my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother. She was just amazing. And she could sing, too. She was just amazing. And I love her to no end. Well, it sounds like uh, you mentioned about if you could just be a third of what your mother meant and what she, how she stole impressions and had made such a big impression on you and your family. I have to say, I think, uh, I'm going to just say, I think you've just nailed it and hit it out the park. I'm going to give you three-thirds on that. I think that you, as you were describing uh, all the wonderful uh, gifts that your mother shared, um, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, my goodness, Peggy's describing herself. That's what I I got. And I just want to say, and I know that, and I can say that. You know, yeah. you just, you've been doing some amazing things. And for you guys out there who've just tuned in, we've been having this awesome conversation. When Peggy comes to town, she brings it. And uh, we're chatting today on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Uh, I wanted my first guest of this year to be Miss Peggy Dotson. She is the UBC TV CEO. And um, speaking of UBC TV, what are some of the programs that you guys are looking forward to bringing us? Well, um, we've expanded our, oh, God, uh, Carrie, we've just uh, taken off and yes. expanded the whole uh, programming grid uh, with UBC. We are, I guess I could say that we are um, going into the connected TV realm uh, this year, OTT. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, uh, OTT is over the top, which is direct to consumer. And connected TV is sort of like the Roku's where you have connected TV. You, you're you not just watching um, broadcast or cable anymore. What's happening is that cable is um, it's ending because it's too expensive and cumbersome. And it has been a thorn in a lot of people of color's side who, who have wanted to get into the business of storytelling on a large scale because – the certain powers that be uh, were holding people back, and uh, they did not want us to get it because it's expensive. It's, it, what I'm in is expensive as it is, but, you know, to have a half a billion dollars to get into the cable industry, you don't own, you won't own your own company. And, 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 and henceforth, you don't own your stories. You can't tell those stories because you have a whiteboard of directors or people who have no connection with anything with culture dictating to you uh, what you must and must and cannot, what you can and cannot put on the air. So um, in the world that we have it now with streaming, uh, which is taking over, uh, taking over, taking off. I guess television did not think that it was going to take over this much, and it's taken off because now everything will be everything's going to digital streaming, as you know, Carrie. And exactly. um, um, so now we are able to the playing field now is level. I can compete with anyone else out there. It's all about content is king and queen. And uh, once you have the content, you have to have the distribution. I've been very, very blessed. Like I said, you have to stay in this game and not give it up. Uh, I've been at the right place at the right time. Uh, I've been able to cut deals, direct deals with Roku and Amazon Prime. 
uh, we're going on Fire Stick, we're going on Android TV, we're uh, doing a deal with Hulu, and and I have a deal with Verizon right now, which gives me um, the ability to go international, uh, linear. All the cable stations are going to digital cable, so we will also have our own as you do with your hair radio um, show in your salon, which we, I'm sure we're talking about, to be able to get into homes is traditional TV is dying. Has died. Yeah. It has already well, died because people you, people right. just don't want to, they can't sit in front of a cable channel and people don't want to see the commercials. They don't pertain to them. I mean, if, I mean, I don't want to see a commercial about Geritol. I don't need Geritol. <laughs> Not you know, yet. We don't, we, we don't need it quite yet. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need it. I'm, I'm never going to need it. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I have my herbal compounds. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just that we don't need that type of, uh, those type of commercials. So exactly. what digital technology does, it gives us the opportunity to identify who's watching, when they're watching, how much they're watching, and a whole bunch of other stuff. You have artificial intelligence and all of those kind of AI. things coming into play, which, which is a two-edged sword, but it can be used for good in order to uh, show people the right commercials and, and things that they want to see pertaining to their own lifestyle. And that's well, what's I so love great what about that. Said. Yes, because I remember when streaming kind of started. Streaming had a slow start. At first, there was a little bit of a, there was a separation between broadcast and streaming. And the streamers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was almost like a stepbrother kind of thing for if you were streaming content. Um, streaming was not, and when I, just as a consumer, not even talking about it in a broadcasting level, I couldn't even, I was like, well, this sounds just the same as a song I just played, uh, digital, so I mm-hmm. thought it was okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't understand why the folks would look down at streaming at that time. So, um, you know, and as you have so eloquently put it, uh, times have really changed, and the streaming mm-hmm. has really taken, uh, you know, front uh, front and center. And so well, I'm really now proud. because now it's broadcast quality. Yeah, everything now is HD and 4K, and it's broadcast. Uh, now the the video has caught up with because before it was like spinning and lagging and things like that. I mean, exactly. people like Verizon live streams the the Super Bowl, and you get a, a live broadcast. You, you get broadcast HD quality, same as it goes all across the board. Because what what is happening now is that content is about content and the and the different screens. You may want to see it on your mobile. You want to maybe see it on your tablet. You may want to connect the TV, which is like Roku, which is like we're going on, and and you, know, you may want to see it um, on Peggy on screen. Yeah. We're always so much right there together. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's, it's I, I'm going to save our big thing for, uh, we'll tell you about it the next time we get together. And I'm going to fill with Miss Peggy uh, uh, right after this call. I'm loving this today and having this wonderful conversation. But you know what, Peggy? I have to also say one of the biggest things, the other big D in the room, of course, digital is critical and important. The other big D is demand. And being able to have, like you said, that control over what you watch and and not just sit there and let folks just give you and tell you, but you get Mm -hmm. to make that decision. Um, So how does UBC TV feel about that, giving people that power? Well, I feel great about giving the people the power. I mean, we have an iOS app coming out, and, and I want people to be able to get all content on as many platforms 
that's possible. It's called TV Everywhere, and that started oh, some it. time ago. And uh, I was always embraced, you know, like you said, I was always, you know, I, like I said, I'm not tuning my horn, but I was one of the first three African-Americans that was recognized in technology back in 2001. Uh, I was on the cover of Black Enterprise with two other sisters, and, and the, the story was Weathering the Storm. And we were three African-American women in technology. And because then I always felt that technology and media were, could marry each other. And and once they marry, then you have something special because then the technology then can media can then the stories can be told over different platforms and in in ways that people want them. And then you can begin to monetize. Now a lot of the commercial ad inventory now is coming onto digital, um, you know, because you know uh, companies want to get a, a ROI, better ROI, which is return on investment for the money that they're spending on advertising dollars, which means they want to reach that coveted demographic, whether it's the ex-gen or the kids or African-Americans or Latinas or whom, whom have you. But we are we over-index African-Americans, particularly black women, we over-index in video. So And we make all the decisions. So a lot of the content and commercials really today are made for women because women make are make the decisions in the household. We make decisions for the men. The men are out working. Some women are out working too, but both women still make the decision whether they're working or not because they they take care of the children. And um, so well, it has the, a lot the, to do with that. Exactly. And the marketing folks out there have long known that they always target women uh, mm-hmm. with whatever it is that they're trying to push on the folks out there. Um but I have to say, Peggy, it is just this is just the tip of the iceberg, and yeah, it's nice yeah. to see that you know that folks are kind of thrusting forward and making a little bit more inclusion and you know inclusivity out there, um, because that's what forces these folks to change in these corporations as they see the dollars and they know we make the dollars. Maybe they're yes. not aware that we know that they know that we know. <laughs> You know, it's, what we're the tenth think? largest economy in the yes. world it's with the buying power. That's right. So I mean, I think it's higher than that. I think no, I think it's eight. It's the eighth yeah, largest economy. Now this is this is this is these are I'm saying African Americans. I'm not right. saying any other. I'm just saying. And then you know the Latinos follow us. And then you, so you mean you have the fifth, mm-hmm. uh, the, the fifth largest economy in the world or here? Um, you know. So what I was saying about UBC in reference to content. You know, my goal is to create lifestyle content and uh, lifestyle content helps helps it has legs and it helps us to appeal to a war a wider um, a demographic all people because when you talk about lifestyle i've always wanted to have um, a channel that has you know different could tell different stories you know for instance we have a new show uh, called City Vines that we're rolling out. City Vines oh. is our food and wine show, and about new restaurants. And we've been filming that. And um, and one of the things I wanted to do was also to teach people, uh, people of color, about wine because we consume. When you look at the numbers, we consume uh, 85, 83 percent of all liquors, African Americans. So, you know, now we now. We're becoming more interested in wine because wine has been around since the beginning of time, and wine is also very good for you. So wine pairings and things of that nature 
uh, new restaurants, and then we have uh, an auto show that talks about uh, autos. We have a show called Urban Access, which is like urban uh, red carpets and things like that. We have a, a, fa- a Style and Beauty Cafe, which is all about fashion, of new designers and all that kind of stuff and what's happening in the beauty world. And that's where you and I, would, we're going to make an announcement, I know soon, are, are partnering together to do something very, very exciting. Absolutely. And um, we have um, have a cannabis channel, which is all about ca- the world of cannabis and hemp, uh, because that is something that people need to know about uh, from a business standpoint. Uh, I have uh, sports, which is my, you know, my namesake. I love sports, and you know, I've done that for national TV. Uh, produced that, and uh, we're going, we're delving into news. So we're delving into news because we need a more balanced force. I'm tired of seeing the same old people doing the same old things, saying the same old opinions. And they're not talking to us or any people exactly. of color. And we need to get a real voice out here. And we have our music stuff, you know, UBC Jams, and uh, which is our um, small concert type stuff. We have going to do be doing some new shows we have coming out, and you'll hear about those. But I'm really excited about the two things is our new shopping platform that we're rolling out called the Urban Home Shopping Network. And it is something like an urban QVC. Uh, It's a platform, but we're also going to be uh, putting together a TV show that will feature uh, all types of products and services for small businesses and entrepreneurs uh, who can't get on the larger platforms and things like that. And um, so I'm very excited about that. And we have uh, one of our big shows is called the UBC Mixed Dance Show, which is uh, my show that I created. It is a the evolution of, of sorry, So Train. Uh, we're adding DJs and uh, we have, we're having uh, poppers and break dancers and stuff. We have some auditions coming up this spring. Uh, if we can get past uh, being under quarantine, which is <laughs> really scary right now. Um, so hopefully we'll have well we have well we've been filming since last year so we have a lot of new stuff coming up and we're getting ready to make our debut a national debut on Roku and uh, and we have subscribers and people who want to subscribe they can go it's a free subscription we're not charging um, so at the moment we're not so you, we can become a member of UBC TV Network family and uh, and watch our content and and all the kind of stuff we have we have a lot of stuff coming up carrie a lot of, a lot of exciting sounds things. like it and we are so excited for you at the hit yes. radio morning show and the salon tv network now i've got to ask you so folks who want to visit your website is there a website where they can get all this wonderful information and find out more about ubc tv yes 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 uh you can go to www.ubc tvnetwork.com and uh, you can go there and you can actually sign up for free to your free membership subscribership for to UBC TV and uh, once we launch the mobile app that that same sign in uh, will get you into the UBC experience Um, so we will have premium content live content uh, sports pay-per-view everything, um, and we're also adding uh, podcasts. We have a whole lineup uh, coming, uh, in addition to uh, the radio, our radio wow. show, yes. <laughs> where people well, will be able to to um, 
to hear your show on our yes. platform as well, and Yay. and vice versa. Like our, I mean, we, we everybody listen. Carrie is awesome, and oh, he's just no. wonderful, and he's so uh, just. I have to toot your horn because you're just oh. really just so awesome, and well, we just you. um, you know, we've kind of like have this parallel kind of. Uh, yes, we have, and I have to say. Um, first of all, I want to thank Ms. Peggy Dotson. Uh, whenever we do any of these things, and the first person I'm thinking about, who can add really uh, something that's meaningful, uh, you know, so that our listeners and our viewers and folks out there, you guys actually tuning in right now, who can add something to the conversation? Uh, and your name is always the first that pops up. Ms. Peggy Dotson. I can just say nothing but amazing things. You've just done some um, just award-winning things at UBC TV. We're going to be following you very closely right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. We will be doing a whole bunch of partnerships. Um, we have some wonderful events that we're going to talk about with Hair Nation Expo. We'll get to that in, in some of the upcoming episodes. And hopefully you'll be able to come back and join us, you know, from time to time and, you know, drop some knowledge on us and, and, and you know, give us some highlights from your broadcast and let us, you know, talk to some of those stars that are helping to uh, pull it all together for you and bring them right mm-hmm. here. You know, you have That'd a family dynamic going on here at Hair Nation, mm-hmm. uh, at Hair Nation mm-hmm. Expo, but the Hair Radio Morning Show and Salon TV Network. So we are, that symbiotic uh, feeling is going on, so we want you to be front and center right here always. So thank you. Now, Peggy, is there anybody you want to shout out to this morning uh, before we say goodbye? Anybody at, at all you want to shout out to? Um, let's see. I just I would like to shout out to to my team, the UBC TV family. I I want to thank all the um the people who have supported me, uh Peggy Dodson and my vision when no one else there are people out there that when nobody no one else supported me, I have a handful of people that they know who they are. They were right there for me. And I have a heck of a team. We're small but mighty. You know, um, there's Anthony Jones, there's Lenny Nugent, Verona, uh, Amelia, uh, Peter. Um, there's just a, a group of us here, Nathaniel, who's my webmaster, who I would not be able to, to do anything. But, this, you know, people have to understand all you need is a mastermind team. It doesn't take a million people. It takes a handful of people that that share your vision and and trust that you are never going to give up and that you're as crazy as I am, like I am. And that sleep, <laughs> so the right I people. Sleep, yeah, the right people. I, I Believe me, I've been through the wrong people too, and that's, you should <laughs> always know you will go through the wrong people, but you have to come out and keep going. But exactly. I've been through the wrong people, and now I have such great people. I want to shout out to my team who support me and support my craziness and my manicness that I have because I'm a perfectionist and um but I work very very hard and we've really done some great things together and we're getting ready to go to the next level we're getting ready to go out into the national international well I was about to say I've got a news flash I think you've already arrived at the next level (laughs) you are just doing it up the hair radio morning show is proud again to thank the amazing Miss Peggy Dotson UBC TV CEO and to make sure and visit their website. Her website is www.ubctvnetwork.com. 
and we are real happy. And again, we're saying UBC, so that's um, that's U like uniform, B like boy, C like Charlie. But um, Urban Broadcast, Peggy D, Urban UBC, UBC TV, UBC TV. We love it. All right, and we'll yeah. see you back here soon. Thanks so much for being with us. Okay, folks. We want you to keep it right here. We have a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go stay with us. <laughs> 